All right, welcome to episode 113 of the Bobbycast. I'll say first of all that this was supposed to be the Jason Aldean week, and I got really sick. And so I had to call Jason and say, dude, don't come to my house unless you want to get the butt flu. That's what I had, the butt flu. So he didn't come to the house, and I'm sorry I can't bring that to you. But we're, we're trying to reschedule, right, Mike D? Yeah, we're working on it. You tell him I had the butt flu? Yeah, I did let him know you had the butt flu. What, um, what did you tell him exactly? Uh, you were feeling pretty sick, um, and you had to go home, and you weren't going to do anything for the day, so try to find another time. Are you awake? Yeah. By the way, it's early in the morning. We are recording this before the radio show on Friday. Yeah. So, uh, just because last night, I'm sitting at the house, I'm reading this story about Full House, and how on Full House, there was an original dad before Bob Saget. And so I put up a whole Insta story, and by the time you hear this, it'll probably be gone. Do I have that written down here or no? No. Okay, so... If you go to YouTube, and this is what this whole Bobby cast is about. These are TV mind blowns. Oh, I need to say it's uh, being brought to you by Quip. And I want to talk about Quip in just a second. So if you go over to YouTube and you search for Full House Season 1 Unaired Pilot. And you watch the shoo, shoo, do, 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 and you hear this theme right here, right? The original dad wasn't Danny Tanner played by Bob Saget. It was some guy named John Posey. And it looks completely weird, and I, I, it's made me question everything, like all my life. The guy's a, like, shorter, stocky Italian guy. Yeah. <laughs> Curly hair. And he's doing everything with the kids that Bob Saget does in the opening and closing of Full House. Now, I didn't see the full episode. Was it on YouTube? I don't think the full episode's there, no. Oh, so they just, only shot... Because I looked for the full episode and I couldn't find it. I think they shot it. They just never put it out. Well, they never put even this out. It yeah. was on the uh, DVD release of season one. So this that's why everyone kept arguing with me on Instagram. Like, no, that's not real, man. We have seen every episode. Yeah, so had I. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen every episode of Full House and even I was shocked that Bob Saget wasn't the original dad. But he was the first choice. And here's where it gets a little dicey. Bob Saget was the first choice to play Danny Tanner, but he was working on a show on CBS called The Morning Program. Now, after Bob Saget, they want a Paul Reiser from My Two Dads, Mad About You. They couldn't get him either. So they didn't have Bob Saget. They didn't have Paul Reiser. Their third choice was this guy, John Posey. He got the job. I did a bunch of reading on this, but I stayed up all night last night reading this (laughs) Did you read the interviews with this guy, John Posey? I didn't find the interviews, though. No. Oh, it's crazy. So John Posey is working in a comedy troupe in Atlanta, and someone from, I believe it was ABC. Is that what Full House was on back in the day, TJF? Yeah, ABC. Okay, so from ABC, sees this comedy troupe, pulls him to the side, and says, hey, we're doing this show. It's a family show. It's Full House. He's like, cool. So he goes out, he tests for it, he gets the job. He's living in Atlanta. He packs all the stuff in a U-Haul. They shot the pilot already. He's going across the country. They page him, this John Posey guy. So he gets page, and he's going, okay. He pulls over, calls him to pay phone. His agent goes, hey, dude, you don't have the job anymore. He's like, what do you mean I don't have the job anymore? I just did the pilot. They picked it up. They said, apparently, they wanted Bob Saget from the beginning. Yeah. He's on a different show. They just fired him from that show, so they're going to bring him in to test. 
And he goes, what do you bring him in to test? He says, yeah, basically you don't have the job anymore. <laughs> but he's like, I already got the job. So he turned back around and went back home. Moved back to L.A. apparently. He's done some other stuff. He was in, um, this John Posey's was in Teen Wolf on MTV that ran for like six years. Oh, yeah. His son is actually Teen Wolf. His last name is Posey. His son. So I'm researching <laughs> his son. His son's an actor, pretty well-known actor. He, this guy's been in um, uh, the, the um, How to Get Away with Murder a little bit. He's done other things, but he really hasn't splashed because that created Bob Saget's career. He did America's Funniest Home Videos. Millions of dollars. Still, he's getting millions of dollars from Full House. So, yeah, they reshot the pilot with Bob Saget, and that's what you see now. But they shot it, and he talks about this John Posey guy, how all the kids were really upset whenever they switched out the dads because they had never met Bob Saget at first. And that, especially DJ and Stephanie, because they were a little older, the babies, they didn't know the difference. Michelle Tanners, the Mary-Kate Nashleys. But the... Kids that knew were upset because, you know, they're young kids and they had just spent a month, a month and a half working with this TV dad. And now Bob Saget's coming in, which to me, I just thought that story to me blew my mind. <laughs> and so I'm posting pictures on Instagram. I did an Insta story chronicling the whole thing. I'm a diehard Full House fan and I didn't know that. So, and I felt like most other people didn't either when I posted it. Another thing that I learned was I had always known they changed. Jesse Cochran to Jesse Katsopoulos. Because mm-hmm. Jesse Cochran in the early seasons was uh, Exterminator. Yeah. And Jesse Cochran ended up being a lot of things. Uh, he was always in the music world a bit, but he ended up being a lot of things. Uh, he was, you know, uh, he made commercials. He was a radio DJ for a while. He, he did, but, but they changed, his actual name wasn't Jesse to begin with either. And the, before the show started, I think it was Adam Cochran. Yeah. And so then they go, well, you're real, let's go Jesse Cochran. And then John Stamos was like, hey, like, I'm Greek. Do we, can we change this? And they said, okay, we'll change it to Jesse Katsopoulos. So I went from Adam Cochran to Jesse Katsopoulos within one season. But I was mind blown by the, the guy that is a posy guy. So now I'd love to talk to him. I don't know if we can ever get him on. We should try to track that down. I know, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I bet you he's so annoyed with being asked about that. Unless not enough people know about it to ask. I mean, I think a lot of people wouldn't know. And I don't know if he gets... I've never heard anything about him, really. Me either. And I know a whole lot about <laughs> that era of television. That's all I did. I mean, I grew up with reading the encyclopedia and watching TV. So, yeah, that, that to me was, just, boom, a major mind blown. So I have some others, too. But by the way, the Full House, I, I got into the wormhole of Full House. And because Candace Cameron turned 42 as we record this podcast today, mm-hmm. she's best known as DJ Tanner from Full House, now Fuller House on Netflix. You know, Bob Saget did not play Danny Tanner, but look at that on my Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones. Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen, those babies, they were hired because they did not cry at their audition. So these child labor laws, they limit the hours that a kid can work in a day. And twins had to play that part of Michelle because they couldn't have the same baby on all the time. So of the 10 sets of twins who auditioned, Mary-Kate and Ashley were the only ones who behaved. And because they were behaving babies, they got the job. Yeah. Candace Cameron's first kiss, who was DJ, Mm -hmm. was on the show. 
Uh, she was 13. And so she had to ask Lori Loughlin, who played Aunt Becky. She should like, keep her eyes open or closed. Uh, that, you know, when with, um, man, Lori, Aunt Becky was so hot to me as a kid. <laughs> she was the hottest thing on TV. Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen appear on screen together four times in the series. They didn't want the audience to know they were played by twins back at the time. There wasn't the internet, so you couldn't Google it. And they kept the name looking weird on the screen on yeah. purpose. Because I remember thinking, too, much like wrestling, I had heard it was <laughs> fake, that one name. But I was like, oh, that's Mary-Kate Ashley Olsen. Because you couldn't look it up. That's what I thought, too. Yeah. I thought, wow, that baby's got four names. <laughs> that's crazy. I saw they also, they would put, like, fake teeth on them because they would start losing teeth. Oh, they have different And they're the way it would match up. Cause they would <laughs> I didn't know that. But, man, what a, we could do a whole show on uh, Full House. <laughs> Kimmy, Kimmy Gibbler, the neighbor was supposed to just be a one-time appearance. Her name's uh, Andrea Barber. She originally auditioned for the role of DJ, which she didn't get, Candace Cameron did, who, by the way, is Kurt Cameron's little sister. Mm-hmm. And so, from Growing Pains. Yeah. And so, she didn't get the part, but producers liked her so much, they asked her to come back and read for the neighbor role, which was supposed to be a one-time appearance. So, thought that was interesting. That Urkel, that was Urkel. Yeah. Urkel on Family Matters, slightly different. But Urkel was just to be a one-time spot. People loved him so much. Urkel became the center of Family Matters. <laughs> the whole show revolved around Urkel after about half of the first season. And they didn't like him for it. <laughs> and they didn't like him. And it wasn't Urkel's fault. Urkel just went in and did a good job. And the next thing you know, the whole show's based around him because everybody thought he was so funny. And like the name Urkel, that's, I think, a friend of the writer's real name. Yeah, they named it after, and, yeah. And then after he got successful, he was like, dude, I regret that. <laughs> Yeah, right. Wow. I feel like there's another full house one that I'm forgetting. Uh, Dave Coulier. Run through the list here. Bob Saget. Oh, I know what it is. Stephanie Tanner. Whenever they cast that whole group, they mm-hmm. thought she was going to be the breakout star kid of the show because she was the most talented. Oh, really? Yeah, because she could sing. She could dance. She could. She was the best actress of everyone. And of the uncles and the dads, Uncle Jesse was coming from other shows, including a soap opera. Yeah. So John Stamos was the big star. And as it shifted, it ended up being Danny Tanner. They put first in the credits because he was the dad. It was weird to put the uncle first. But that was the big get for them actor-wise was Jesse. Was Uncle, you know, Uncle Jesse, John Stamos. I remember seeing old stuff with Dave Coulier. He was like on a Nickelodeon show. I didn't know that. And he used that cut it out oh, catchphrase on that show. Yeah, and then he brought it over. Yeah, he's like, hey, that's, that's kind of working. So he brought it over to Full House. Man, how about that? Well, read all that. Want to talk about that? Let me talk about Quip for just one second because Quip is awesome. You know, when it comes to your health, brushing your teeth is one of the most important parts of your day. Quip knows that they've combined dentistry and design to make a better electric toothbrush. If you have a mouth, let me recommend to you Quip. I have a Quip toothbrush. It's awesome. Quip's the new electric toothbrush that packs just the right amount of vibrations into a slimmer design at a fraction of the cost of bulkier, traditional electric brushes. Listen, all I can tell you is that I enjoy my Quip. And I was like, what's this Quip about? And I got they sent me a free one. But I would definitely buy one now. Like, if I ever lose this one, I will buy another one. And because the thing that cleans your mouth should also be clean, Quip's subscription plan refreshes your brush on a dentist-recommended schedule. They deliver new brush heads every three months for just five bucks, including free shipping worldwide. I do think you're going to love it and go, oh, I didn't know toothbrushing could be so easy as far as doing a better job than you probably normally do. Quip starts at just 25 bucks 
Getquip.com slash bones. You'll get your first refill pack free with Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free. Just go check out getquip.com slash bones. G-E-T-quip.com slash bones. Okay. But I really like that quip is good. How about this? Other TV mind blowns. The Office. Bob Odenkirk, Better Call Saul. He was the writer for SNL. Mm-hmm. He was originally cast as Michael Scott instead of Steve Carell. But the show that he'd been working on, Come to Papa, was canceled. So, that have you seen the... Am I right about that? I'm right about that, right? Yeah. Have you seen the audition video on YouTube of Bob Odenkirk? I did, yeah. Yeah, I did, and that's where I first knew about it, was that... And he's apparently... Because you don't see a writer work. But he's apparently one of the funnier SNL writers over the last 25 years or so. And where I would hear and read about that is, whenever the Rolling Stone did the best SNL people of all time when they had their, I think, 50th anniversary. Yeah. Everyone was just talking about how funny Bob Odenkirk was. Oh, yeah, he did a bunch of the Chris Farley stuff that was... He wrote the Chris Farley yeah, stuff? Yeah, a lot of that. Yeah, so he was originally cast as Michael Scott. Yeah. But, but was replaced by Steve Carell? Oh, when Steve Carell's show was canceled. That's why that... So yeah, yeah, he got... Got it. Yeah, yeah. That's why that read funny to me. So Steve Carell was on a different show, mm-hmm. and it was canceled, and he went in. And I think Bob Odenkirk would have been great. We Sometimes we go, oh, the show just wouldn't have been the same. But how do we know? I know. If Bob Odenkirk would have been, you know, and Michael Scott, we'd have thought, oh, this, if they'd have put Steve Carell in it, that would have been crazy. Um, but yeah, so Bob Odenkirk was originally that. And if you watch the YouTube auditions of people trying out for the jobs, Seth Rogen was trying to be Dwight Schrute. Mm-hmm. And obviously Seth Rogen had his own humongous career outside of that. Curb Your Enthusiasm is almost all improvised. Now, I knew this. And Curb, by the way, is one, one of the... You probably know this, but let, let me tell you anyway. Curb is one half of the team that created Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. It was Jerry Seinfeld, and it was obviously... Um, Larry David. Larry David. And Larry David played George Steinbrenner on Seinfeld. He did all those characters from behind. He was mm-hmm. like, hey, George, hey, you know, the Tyson chicken guy. <laughs> yeah. That was all Larry David. But Curb Your Enthusiasm is almost all improvised. There's an outline of about seven or eight pages, and the rest is improv. The extras are real people. The show once helped solve a crime by proving a man's innocence and proving he was at a Dodger game after being accused of murder. There's uh, the Curb stuff. They shoot it over and over again, and there, so there are all these different versions of the yeah. takes. That's interesting. Seinfeld. Speaking of Seinfeld, there was a strict... No hugging, no learning policy. Do you know? Do you know what this is about? Yeah, like they didn't want their characters to grow at all during the show. So, like a lot of shows at that time, they were like, "Oh, they like learned a moral lesson after." An oh, episode. you at one like Full House. Yeah, there's or a moral Brady bunch. Yeah, yeah. you take away something, and they didn't want the characters to grow. So they're like, "All right, no, no." Yeah, and sometimes they go backward. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, you know, I like them a little less after this show, <laughs> but I'm gonna watch again next time. I was never a huge Seinfeld guy, though. I watch it still, mm-hmm. but I, it was never my favorite show. No. But I'll watch it. I, I mean, I like it now, later, than I did then. I think it would come on at the same time during The Simpsons, so it always uh, Maybe the that's Simpsons what it over. is. It was like the Full House and Frasier thing for me. I was at, not Full House, uh, Home Improvement. Okay. Home Improvement or Frasier came on at the same time. I loved Home Improvement. That show to me was so far. <laughs> because it kind of represented where I came from. Even though it was about Detroit, it was still. Like a, like a, like a, a, I don't know. It just felt. I'm from the south, so that's 
but it just felt more like um, for dumb people. Yeah. <laughs> I get, I just, and I felt like I was a dumb person. Like, Frazier was a lull over my head when I was a kid. Like, uh, good morning, Seattle. And we'll, we'll talk about fancy things and say big words. Yeah. I felt like Tim Allen talked to me. Uh, Peter Dinklage from Game of Thrones is a very strict vegetarian. And every time you see him eating meat, he's actually eating tofu. I didn't know that. Do you watch Game of Thrones? Yeah. Are you caught up? I am. Do you read the spoilers? Well, they're not spoilers, but do you read the things that are leaking out on purpose about the last two seasons? About like how everybody... Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, they're all talking about, oh, you're going to love how it ends. Yeah. It must be phenomenal if they're touting it. Because they don't need to tout it. I know, because I saw the thing about them all crying during like the last script read. Yeah. So it's like, wow. And they mentioned that one, and I stopped reading it, but they mentioned one of the characters, like, he's there in the final scene. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. <laughs> but I I don't avoid it because they're putting that stuff out on purpose. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel like they'd spoil anything. Yeah. And they don't need to hype it. They could say not a word about I know. it. And just show up. And they shoot like three different endings to everything anyway. So it's like, what's the, oh, real, what's right. the real thing anybody even knows? Say by the Bell star, Mark Paul Gosler's hair wasn't naturally blonde. He had to die every two weeks during filming. Which, by the way, there's a show called Nobodies on, I think they changed the name of the channel. I think it's Paramount Channel now. Okay. Do you see, is it Paramount Channel? Or? I've heard of that channel. So there's, there's a show called Nobodies about this group of comedy writers. And Mark Paul Gosler is playing a side character, playing himself. And he has, you know, jet black hair, his normal hair. He's buff now. And he's probably 47 years old now at this Sounds point. Right. But he's a monster. Him in a tank top is like, hey, man, I'm Mark Paul Gosler. I'm sure <laughs> my life. He's jacked. There was no swearing allowed on the set of Say by the Bell. It was actually Good Morning Miss Bliss as the show before it was Say by the Bell. Mm-hmm. And then Miss Bliss got kicked off the show. It wasn't even about her. It went to all of a sudden they're at Bayside High School. And, and Zach Morris. <laughs> and some of the kids from that first, they're all gone. It's Zach. And then Kelly Kapowski shows up. You know, Lark Voorhees was there from the beginning. You know, some of them made the transition, but some of them didn't from... Good morning, Miss Bliss, to Saved by the Bell when they're in junior high at, I'm just going from memory here. It was either like, it was like JFK or it was, uh, it was named after a president, the junior high school. Was it? Google that. Yeah. Google the Saved by the Bell junior high. Is that your computer or mine yeah, right there? mine. Okay. It may be JFK junior. It's, it's one of the presidents. Friday Night Lights, the uniforms and some football footage was taken from the Pflugerville Panthers right out of Austin. Real footage from Pflugerville High School's football games were mixed with the tape footage to create the game action on Friday Night Lights. One Pflugerville football player claimed the show was a huge distraction when he was interviewed during the first season and claimed a senior pep rally had to be canceled because of the show's shooting schedule. And then finally, Jack was supposed to die in the first episode of Lost to show how the people can never expect what's going to happen. That's crazy. And he I didn't up- watch Lost. I love Lost. But that being said, in Game of Thrones, there's a huge death that you don't expect early. Yeah. That makes you go, oh, all bets are off. Speaking of Game of Thrones, what's the name of the school? Yeah, JFK. That was the junior high, right? Yeah. And then it switched, and all of a sudden they're in high school, and then they're at Bayside, mm-hmm. and Kelly shows up. Slater was always there. Jesse was always there, I believe. But yeah, they had other, other kids there. And it was originally in Indianapolis, not California. Mind blown. <laughs> okay, well, there's that. That's fun. This is uh, early in the morning on Friday. So, sorry that we couldn't get out of Dinam, but I did like this episode. I hope you liked it. Hit me up. Hit Mike up. I'm Mr. Bobby Bones on Twitter. And Mike is at 
Mike Distro. Mike Distro. All right. That's it, everybody. Thank you. Enjoy the day. We'll see you next week. We got some good stuff coming up. Sorry I got sick. Yeah, forgive me. Okay, that's it. Bye-bye.